I V M. Britain where we discuss news not news and whatever tips and tricks that we know you know any tips uh yeah <laughs> give us a tip if you want to get a warm doublet in zelda the breath of the wild you need to feed the old man raw meat mixed with seafood and a spicy pepper and then cook it and give it to him and then he'll give you a warm that's doublet. a solid tip i'm yep. sure it's not uh, a tip you kind of have to do it at some point but in, ca- yeah. in case you missed that tip dear listener just like skip 10 seconds back and note it down because it'll come in handy at some point yes but uh, now let's move on to the news and not news <laughs> section <laughs> yeah. of the podcast yes here's a stunner supergirl a tv show that you might be aware of yes heard about this i think uh, so they're bringing in lex luthor correct who will be played by John Cryer. Yes, I heard about it. One this. of the men in Two and a Half Men. Correct. One of the full men. One of the full men. Yes. yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. How uh, is that a thing? So apparently, I don't know. He, uh, live the the thing about it is that they're saying, oh, he's actually a legacy character because he plays Lenny Luthor in uh, Superman Four: Quest for Peace. John Cryer. Yeah, he plays his nephew. What? Yeah. Lenny Luthor first of all Yeah I know I, do, I don't remember this movie at all right? <laughs> Yeah It's a quest for peace uh, Don't you know But um, <laughs> uh, But yeah So he's in that And they said Oh it's a You know Grand legacy character right. I just say If you're not casting Michael Rosenbaum As Lex, Lex Luthor What are you doing? Have you watched much Supergirl of late? No I, I particularly You should watch it right? No, no. I, I stopped a long time back. Yeah, then? I stopped at the end of season one and I thought it was really enjoyable, particularly because I really like uh, the lady, Melissa Benoist. Mm. If that's how you say ben- her name. Beno- Benoist. Benoist. <laughs> Benoist. Yeah. She's American. Melissa Benoist. Yeah. She's solid. She's got this like really, like it's a very cheery, like cheerleadery way of playing Supergirl. But she's a nerd, of course, until she takes off her glasses. Yeah. Solid. I like that. Uh, I like uh, Lexi Gray, who's Meredith Gray's sister. Okay. The from, lady uh, yeah, from, from the Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Yes, Meredith had a sister called Lexi, who okay. comes in like four or five seasons later. Right, and uh, obviously Lexi was raised by the dad, and Meredith was. I've raised never by seen Grey's Anatomy, so this is I know, but that's why I'm explaining it. To you. Yeah, Meredith was raised by the dad. Yeah, okay. Lexi was raised by the mom. Correct. You know how Meredith they were separated. Yeah, the okay. the hospital that Grey works in, uh, the chief there, her and Meredith's mom had an affair, which is when Meredith's dad leaves them. Uh, That's yeah. Mr. Gray. Her and Meredith's mom. Oh, she was in a lesbian relationship. No, 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 no. Okay, wait. Let me let me back up. Meredith Gray's mom. Yeah. Doctor Gray, Doctor, shall we say? Yeah. Is married to Mr. Gray. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Now, Doctor Gray works in a hospital with Chief Sloan, if I remember correctly. Okay. And affair happens between Doctor Gray and Chief, Chief Sloan. Sloan. Okay. So, Mr. Gray leaves Doctor Gray. Correct. They each keep one mini Gray. Correct. Okay. So the dad keeps Lexi, right. who's the younger sister. And do the sisters hate each other? They don't even know each other because they were completely separated until. Oh, it was a Corvus uh, Lestrange and Lita Lestrange. <laughs> yes, situation. it was. Okay, I see. <laughs> it, it was one of those. Okay. So Lexi comes in in like season three or four as an intern in the hospital. And okay. she goes up to Meredith and says like, hi, my name is Lexi. I'm your sister. And Meredith's like, Lexi, what? Because Meredith is like a 60 year old lady, pretty much. Oh, yeah? Well, have you seen her? She's always uh, exhausted. You're, uh, you're telling me all the... <laughs> uh, the only thing I know about Grey's Anatomy is that it's the only hospital in which the doctors die <laughs> and not the patients. Frequently, yes. Yeah. All of them are dead at this point. 
but and Karev is the chief, which I don't get. I I I swear. I I stopped <laughs> watching. <laughs> I know House. Uh, that's the one I watched instead of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. so Lexi is mm. a Supergirl's sister. To did bring they, me to my they, point. Oh yeah, I know. The lady who plays Lexi is Supergirl's sister. What's her sister. name in the Karen? Ka- 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 what is um, Supergirl's uh, real identity in this? Her show? L name? Yeah. Kara. Kara L. Yeah. She's Kara L. <laughs> <laughs> Kara L. Yeah. This sounds like a. Okay, cool. So, uh, no, uh, so she's so, good, and Lexi's their relationship is also really. Oh, no, nice. what's her? Okay, what's her human name? Uh, Kara. Oh, isn't what's, it? And what's her surname in it? I don't remember. Oh god! I stopped watching. To, she, I, I seem to remember. She's not a Kent of, anymore. Okay, and oh yeah, Kara Kent, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put that together? And what is her sister's name in the show? Who plays? Who's Lexi? I don't know. Oh my god. Lexi can You need to watch less of Grey's Anatomy more of the show that you want to talk about. I know. Yeah. Well, anyway. No, it's fine. It's good. It's good information. Season 1 was good and uh, much like the early flashes it had this like breezy zippy energy, but they started complicating it a bunch. They brought in Jimmy Olsen who was like a Have you seen the crimes of Grindelwald? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well compared to that. Yeah. And also it's like one hour long episodes and there's 25 of them so I got a little tired oh, of it. Oh, what really? It's like the Flash only. Oh no. The CW universe, I really like it. Just keep it a half an hour and do like 10 episodes man chill that's out. it that chill out make it a sitcom this day, <laughs> that would be amazing I started watching Powerless oh yeah and exclusively on Jet Airways flights <laughs> right they have it on that so I watched like 3-4 episodes time I on my way well. to London and back there's only 3-4 episodes <laughs> <laughs> they did it was six. fine It was just fine I know right I feel like they should have Given it a shot That was a CW show That they didn't deserve Man Yeah, yeah And they put it on mm-hmm. NBC And that's part of the problem I thought it was solid Like yeah, it, was it solid. started out slow Could have gotten better Quite funny Very good cast Oh and like, uh, Ron Funch is so good Dude Alan Tudyk Just winning the game What Wayne is he? Uh, he's Van Wayne Van Wayne like, uh, But now he's playing the Joker So that's cool Alright yes That brings me to My next piece of news Mm-hmm. Good segue, if this is what I think it is. It is what you think it is. Hold on while I pull it up. Uh-huh. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker... Yes. ...doesn't have a purple suit. Correct. I heard about that. I mean, we saw it, didn't we? No, but we saw him in like Jokery makeup at some point. Yeah, but he doesn't have a purple suit. He has a red and blue suit. He does. Well, he has that orange and whatever... Orange and green, if I'm not mistaken. Does he? Yeah, we saw him in the photographs in the full get-up and everything. And in that, uh, the thing with the Guess Who song. Yeah. You must be laughing yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, so he's wearing, in fact, his uh, Joker makeup is also red and blue. It's not, uh, it's it's blue and red, sorry. But not, this is new, right? Has that ever been well, the case? it's never been done. In fact, you know, the moment somebody was telling me, I think you were the one to uh, tell me that uh, in this, there's a clip apparently somewhere uh, where Joaquin Phoenix's character is watching the Adam West Batman Oh uh, no! I didn't know this. So I didn't. Did tell you know you. this? No. So there's apparently this is what's the thing, and he's watching that as a TV show. What is happening in this movie? I think this may be an alternate universe in the sense that Batman is a fictional character somewhere, right. and this man is inspired ah. to become the Joker. This is what, what I, I am assuming might be the story. And he goes and on so Amazon.com and types "purple suit," and, and it doesn't, doesn't turn get up. It. And he goes like, "No, he sees global store." So he's yeah. like, "Screw that!" Whatever. <laughs> he's like, no, he clicks Prime, and then it goes. <laughs> <laughs> then the suit comes in, and two days later, he's writing a very angry review. Like, actually, product was not in <laughs> color that I ordered. <laughs> Size was okay. Three yeah, on five. Correct. Three <laughs> on five. So that's what happens. He said, "I'm. I feel like that's what it could be." Possible. That that's a pretty interesting take. I didn't realize that might be but the case. But then Alec Baldwin was supposed, supposed to be a. To be a Thomas Wayne, right? So we don't know to what extent. But also, then he wasn't. This is also true. How is this movie like slated to come out soon? It feels <laughs> like it doesn't exist. 
And it's yet Hellboy has a poster and is ready with a release date and everything and we had no idea it was in production. I know. I when mean like yeah. When did Hellboy happen? It like, happened. Last time when David Harbour was announced as Hellboy and I was like, "Oh cool." And now he's Hellboy? Well, they don't they announce it and they then they do work on it, man. They don't just like, "Hey, you're Hellboy." He's like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> and then like, chala, they call chala. him like, "Hey, listen, remember we announced you as Hellboy? We should probably shoot that movie." This yeah. is a reboot, right? This Hellboy? Yeah, it is. Of the first movie. But Guillermo is producing, so who knows. Why would he produce the He's movie again the f- uh, man because he loves Hellboy I know correct. that and yeah. the first two were solid right just that third film man I wish they I never it. watched that actually no they've not made one they've, oh the second one had an amazing ending which uh, where uh, a Hellboy says I will give you my soul if you free um, this one's character what's her name um, Selma Blair Huh. So he does that, and he's like, "Cool, I'm gonna ask you for that favor now later on." And that was supposed to be the third movie, and we just and it done. never happened. Yeah. And yeah. it was amazing. Golden Army was such a good movie. I remember watching the first one, dude. I, I, dude, watch the second one. It's amazing. It's really good. Now just watch the reboot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now here's speaking of reboots. Yeah. Uh, it's not really about a reboot, but uh, Mark Hamill says he once pitched George Lucas the idea that Boba Fett was Luke Skywalker's mom. What? But how? Apparently, uh, there would be this reveal where Boba takes off her helmet, shakes out her hair and says, Luke, I am your mother. Wow, but that would mean Natalie Portman has to come back to the Star Wars universe, which nobody wants, really. Yeah, th- this is from way back in the day. And apparently, like... This he is before first, the prequels, I'm assuming. Uh, well, apparently he first brought it up. Yeah, this was apparently after the second movie. This would have been another Crimes of Grindelwald, where like, she comes back and says, actually, yeah, I didn't die. <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't die. Yeah. This is uh, right after the second movie, uh, where he knew that everyone wanted the Darth Vader reveal to be topped. And he was like, well, okay, if you reveal, reveal the father, the only way you can do better is say, Boba Fett is the mother. That's a bizarre relationship. It's a really bizarre relationship. Though I'm interested in the idea that Boba Fett could be a woman, but all, every Star Wars hater would be like, no, everyone's a woman. Uh, she's obviously a man. Look at her helmet. Yeah, exactly. God. So yeah, weird. Yeah. Man, yeah. Mark Hamill just like, he talked about this like some 10 years ago. They kind of did something like that though when um, um, Leia infiltrates uh, Jabba's palace. Right. And she dresses up as that, uh, you know, and she says, I will drop this bomb. And right, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Huh, and correct. she's wearing the mask. There is a gender a release kind yeah, of yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh, I suppose maybe he took that idea and did perhaps, perhaps better thing. Perhaps. No, but that was the second movie. No, that's sorry. The third movie. That's the third movie. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> when oh, so when maybe, uh, Luke huh. is just like, uh, these are my droids. They're your gift. You can keep them. And they're just like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, classic. Classic. Huh. Great film. <laughs> we should check it out Yeah we should watch that one <laughs> Alright uh, It's better than Crimes of Grindelwald Oh god uh, One more piece of news Before we get to our final piece of news Okay Second final is uh, The Once Upon a Deadpool trailer Dropped With yes, Fred Savage I saw it I haven't seen it Tell me about it There's literally nothing It's just like a conversation With Fred Savage Which is kind of funny And This is a PG-13 cut Of Deadpool 2 Yeah Which I'm interested in knowing How they're going to do Yeah how's that possible I think it's because I think they're going to take advantage Of the fact that You can't really see Deadpool's mouth move When he speaks Oh add new dialogue Yeah I think that might be the case That might work Unless this is a plan (laughs) all along Because it's not Like he's not the only one Who's spewing like F-bombs and stuff In the film It's like other characters as well But obviously primarily It's just him I feel like you could just go super <coughs> meta exactly and, like, that's probably what's gonna insert happen insert like 
an animation and go like, hey kids, this part was in the R-rated version. Watch it in five years. Yeah, and do like a completely. It's different actually story. a really funny, interesting way of. I was a little opposed to it in the beginning because I was just like, wait, why? But I get why they're doing it. It's not like a, it's not just because they want to show it to kids. It's like a really smart marketing move. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, Deadpool yeah. at this point is just a bunch of marketing moves and very little moves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Right? It's just Deadpool two is just marketing for Deadpool three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. And uh, did you watch the Detective Pikachu? I did. Yes. Yeah. Which what is Deadpool in a Pikachu? It's pretty much right. Right. He's it's not even bothered to change his bloody voice. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. He didn't rocket raccoon, which I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, about. he didn't Bradley Cooper it, but yeah. uh, it's like this is already a thing, right? Detective Pikachu. I was never it's like it's a game. It's a very like even I didn't know about it until I found out recently mm-hmm. that it was based on a 3DS game. So not even like a main console kind of game or anything. So right. it's pretty bizarre. So they've just taken a Pikachu and they're going to make any movie around it, basically. Essentially, oh, I think right. this. I think this is what I think. Hmm. There was a pitch competition for mm. Pokemon, which is the best pitch for a movie. They all came saying, oh, Pokemon live action film. It's got Ash and it's got this one, Team Rocket, blah, blah, blah. And somebody said, hey, why don't we do a Detective Pikachu movie and Ryan Reynolds will be Pikachu. And they were just like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that is a great ad for Deadpool 4. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're in. Yeah. Anyway, our final piece of news, which ties into our larger episode this week, mm-hmm. is that Fantastic <laughs> Beasts and Where to Find Them is the worst opening of any Harry Potter film. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes, oh sorry, uh, Fantastic Beasts, colon, The Crimes of Grindelwald, is the worst opening Harry Potter movie ever. Or Harry Potter Universe movie. Or Wizarding World movie, whatever you want to call it. Oh, by the way, this episode, uh, the Grindelwald episode is coming out next week. Oh, right. so our upcoming episode, we will discuss this. Yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah. Good, because we discussed a lot. There's a lot in there. And, uh, well... I, I'm not surprised that it's the worst opening one. The, f- the previous one, though we liked but, but the first Fantastic Beasts. The, no, it doesn't explain why it's got the worst opening. I mean, like... I think because we might have been in the minority that liked the first Fantastic Beasts. It wasn't no, wildly popular. Dude, uh, but it did well. And they have already sanctioned the five films. Like, it's it's on. Like, that's yeah. going to happen regardless. So I suppose so. It's not like the Harry Potter films were gold either. Like, those were just very average films. But because it's Harry Potter, they are people are, are losing work. interest in this franchise? You're right. Uh, like, you yeah. think that the idea of seeing Jude Law as young Dumbledore would have excited people. But I, did, I mean, it did. I was in, bro. I was in. But we were in the minority, apparently. Yeah, that's true. So maybe people are just tired of this movie, which is a shame because the movie is not going to change their mind. <laughs> it's going to, in fact, make it worse. Make it much, much um, worse. Here's the other thing. I, you think it's a diminishing return kind of Maybe. Thing. Maybe people are just tired of the visiting world in general. Yeah. Yeah. It had the potential to be like the next Pokemon kind of thing, you know? Fantastic it could have, yeah. They and, can, and they they can they do a lot. The plot. They've lost it. Literally. But they invented Zoes. Zoe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I Zoe. <laughs> I Zoe. I <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that is our episode coming out next Monday. This week, then, uh, if my calculations are correct, we have an episode on Darren Brown that's out. Yes. And Darren Brown's a cool dude. And he retweeted us. He retweeted us. It's, he didn't actually know we had done an episode, but he read our minds. <laughs> I Actually, if I may do the reveal. I made him read us, Tejas. Oh, okay. How did you do that? Uh, by using magic. Okay, NLP. <laughs> NLP. Yeah, very good. Neurolinguistic programmed him into retweeting us. Nice. Then I said, please I, do this for I tried all our to... episodes. <laughs> hey, I've been trying for the past 190 episodes. It worked now. We have 190 episodes? I don't know. I just threw out a number. Oh, we okay, might cool. be at that. We're close, I think. We're close. We're close. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Um, yeah. That's our uh, bulletin for this week. See you around. Thanks. Thanks.